0: blog talk radio Well, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Sound Heart Radio. Tonight, I'm going to be discussing the two ways, that is, the way of God and the way of man. I'm going to read from Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 20. Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 20 reads, quote, do men make their own gods? Yes. But they are not gods. So it is imperative that professing believers understand that, that there are only two ways, there are not a myriad of ways. Jesus said, I alone am the way. The Greek word is hadas and it means road. I am the road the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except through me. There are only two ways. The Bible teaches broad is the way that leads to destruction and many there be that go in there at. Through self-deception and through the deception of the enemy. In fact, the Bible teaches in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 that the devil, the god of this age, blinds the mind, blinds the minds of the unsaved. It is a very important verse. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4 reads, well, I'll read verse 3 too. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom, verse 4, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them, Unquote. So notice in verse 4 that the devil is called the God of his age. And note what he has done. He has blinded the minds of them which believes not. Those those who refuse faith, those who re, uh, refuse to receive the good news of Jesus Christ, that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again the third day for our justification. First Corinthians fifteen. Please read the entire chapter. First Corinthians fifteen. To be justified means to be made right before God, and when individuals refuse the message of God, we read in chapter 4, verse 4 of 2 Corinthians 4, what happens, and there are only two ways. We go down to verse six. Paul talks about us and our salvation, what God has done for us. Verse six, quote, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Unquote. So notice what God has done for us. Notice the blessing. That God has given to us. Notice we're back in Genesis chapter 1. And notice what God does for us in our hearts. When we receive Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we are made new by the Spirit of God. We are born anew. We are born again by the instrumentality of the Spirit of God, period. We were ruined, a ruined creation. And when the Bible uses the term lost, or when we speak of lost sinners, it doesn't mean, for instance, that one could be lost in a forest or lost in a park. It doesn't mean that at all. The word lost, that world well, that has been transliterated as lost, is a word in the Greek New Testament that means to be destroyed, or that which is ruined. Please read Ephesians chapter two, the first four verses. And there Paul talks about those speaking of us. We were dead. We were dead. We were dead in trespasses and sins. We were dead. And we have been transferred out of the realm of fanapos, that is death, into the new realm of life, zoe, through Christ Jesus, through believing the good news of Jesus. And so we have to decide if we're going to build our lives on the the word of man, or the word of God. If we choose God, then we will have a wonderful destiny. If we choose the other way, if we choose man's way, uh, we will reap ruined. So now I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 7. And I'm I'm going to read verses 24 through 27. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. Quote, therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Uh, That should be which built his house upon the, the rock. The rock. There's a definite article before the noun rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat violently upon that house, and it fell not. And in Greek, the word not is a word that means absolute negation. It fell not, for it was sounded upon thee, and everyone that hears these things of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man. That word in Greek is Moro or moron. Moron man, which built his house upon the sand and the rain descended and the flood came. and the winds blew and beat upon the In the Old Testament, in Deuteronomy 6:4, uh, which is called the Shema, the Shema reads, "Hear, O Israel: The Lord our God, the Lord is one." Notice the verb is at the beginning of the sentence, and Shema means to hear, with a view to obeying that which is heard. It means to practice what one hears. It means, in the Greek, praxis. Praxis. It is what one does. So, and Jesus, he says this word means to effectively hear. To effectively hear. Uh, verse 24 again, quote, Therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine and doeth, them present indicative and do it then. I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon the rock. We live in very uncertain times, we live in egregious times, we live in times in which economies are purposely contracted or purposely designed to crash in order to hurt and to ruin it to create injury and misery. We live in times well, times of poor health care, poor education. The air is toxic, water is toxic, the food is poisonous. What our eyes behold on the television is toxic. What we hear on the radio is toxic. For the most part, there are some good programming, But the world is designed to pollute it, to ruin it, to hurt it, and to create misery. That is, to create darkness. God has provided a way for us to have freedom. Jesus said, if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. If you go to Jesus and talk with him, talk with him about your sin. Tell him where you are, what you have done, what's going on in your life. Lay it out before Jesus and he will hear you. He will listen to you. He will give you a brand new life. He will wash away your sins. He will wash away your regrets. He will wash away the past. He will wash away the guilt, the misery. He will wash away all those things that you have done and that others have done to you, those who have sinned against you. Jesus will give you a brand new life. He will make all things new. That's who he is. That's what he does. He will give you a brand new life. He will give you joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Go for him now on bended knees. Say, Lord, I want to be set free. I believe that Jesus died. And that he was buried and he rose again for my justification. I want a new life. I want eternal life. I don't want to listen to man anymore and the lies and half truths and distortions. I don't want to live a twisted, distorted life. I want a brand new life, Lord. And I believe that I can have that through you, through Jesus Christ. Amen. God will fill your heart with so much peace. You will stop being miserable. You will stop complaining. You will stop feeling that you need to get evil with people. You will learn to forgive. You will learn to let God handle your enemies. Surrender your depression to God. And stop ruminating on the injury that someone or others have done. the only way to be free is to release them if you hold on to the injury or the injuries you have received from others you have surrendered your life to that person or to them you have surrendered your life you are their prisoner they control your life it is only as you forgive them and you release them that you can be free You can say, well, I don't have the power to do that. That's why I said, take it to God. God will give you the power that you need set you free. You will stop the self-tortures. You will stop the cutting. You will stop looking at yourself in a negative manner. You will stop the lying where you can tell the truth. God will make all things new through Christ Jesus. You just have to go to him, and you have to believe that Jesus died on that, on that cross for you, that he gave his life for you, and you will be set free. Good evening. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.